Now I am. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and Ethan? Yes. Ray. I recalled all our conversations, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome everybody on that bombshell to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we've discovered that Ethan is really paranoid. Don't we have to do the clap thing? Shit, yes we do. Damn it. We <laughs> 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 oh, should just leave... You should just leave this part in, keep recording, and then just and do I, the And I'll just get rid Yeah, no. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Josh, the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons & Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the half-elf bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn podcast, and I'm playing Valorax, the dragonborn fighter. Yeah. Last week, you guys had done things that I did not expect, and I should learn to have expected that by now, but... I mean, you've said that no less than, like, 15 times throughout the past year. <laughs> I know, and each time I think, okay, I've covered all the angles, you guys still find an angle I didn't cover, which is great. Um, so, last week, our brave and intrepid ventures broke into an old camp full of dysentery-suffering orcs that they caused, um, stole some angel wings, and burnt down a supply dump, broke out, and then freed all the slaves. I mean, I'd say that's a productive day. That is a very productive day, Yes. That is one hell of a productive day. As you guys are fleeing away from the camp, now I did roll some dice off-site, and I said that one of the orcs has kind of noticed, but here is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my phone out of my pocket because I'm going to need it in a second because I need the stopwatch. Josh is not prepared for everything. Okay, cool. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys... 10 minutes of actual real-time talking and planning and then the orcs will slowly start to get their stuff together and you will have some time after that as well. So, go! So, as you guys are running from the camp, Karaz runs over to you and he looks at each of you like, what exactly in the hell are you doing? Just pointing out that you guys are running at the same time. Because he's seen you guys flood out of this camp with a bunch of slaves. I'll be honest, we are kind of winging this. Ah, oh, that's good! I get it. <laughs> hey. Hold up, uh, hold up the wing. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> really? That was perfect! Karaz gives you the I finger guns. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Karaz, when we get to the angel, don't, don't mess it up because we're going to do that joke again to the angel. He gives you a look like, I, I, we are running through, like, he's like, guys, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to take these guys back to the, like, to town? Do you want to all go to the angel? Pick. I mean, they're free. They can do whatever they want at this point. Do we really have to, like, shepherd them somewhere? Well, probably, because the orcs are just going to recapture them. Like, they're probably going to be able to track the huge amount of people. There's a lot of footsteps, yeah. footprints and stuff. Oh, fine, we can continue helping the slaves. <laughs> well, it's more that we're going to have to, like, cause a big distraction 
I have fog cloud. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need a shitload of fog clouds. <laughs> Alright, um, well I only have um, one disguise kit, so I cannot turn all of these people into... <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have the materials. Karaz is running, but he's also somehow simultaneously face-palming. Like, I'm what like, exactly have I right, got like, as, we're, as we're running, I grab one of them and I start like painting on them to see if I can make them look like a tree. And then I shake my head and I put my disguise kit back away. Oh. Oh okay, Karaz, do you have any spells? Like, I, f- I feel like it's time for you to pull some weight. Do you have any spells that could help us? You see him, he said, well, I'd have to stop, but I could feed them. Okay, that, no, that's not a good <laughs> not idea. Not an option. Unless you can generate a minefield of pies that is not useful at this time. <laughs> well, he could... I mean, he can cast Goodberry, and he can feed most of the slaves, no. so they'll have a bit more no. energy. Because these people are very malnourished. Well... Okay, right. it's better than nothing, but... Yeah, um, we don't okay. have time to dilly-dally. Okay. Is there, like... Is there any terrain that we can use to our advantage? Like, a bridge that, that we could cross and then set on fire behind us? <laughs> You know, a bridge we can why burn, is, like we always why is, do. <laughs> why is fire the solution to all of your problems? <laughs> solution and it's cause It's worked of. so far. Okay. Is there uh, any train that can help? The problem here, he, he does... He says, look, I like the idea of feeding. Now, it is going to essentially just take you guys like a minute, and he's just going to like cast the spell and just hand out good berries to everybody. Um, well, all the slaves, I mean. You guys look fine, so he's not worried about you. So, that's actually good for you guys. Welcome to Goodberry, home of the Goodberry. Can I take your order? <laughs> One Goodberry. <laughs> yeah. That's actually good because that means you guys now have a positive modifier for the slaves' constitution rolls. Yeah. And they're going to need that because you guys are running a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess we can't fit all of them into the bag. <laughs> Even in their malnourished state, unfortunately not. The bad jokes just don't get old for me. They they're funny every time. Yeah. Okay, what about what about um uh Gary, you're our fastest runner, right? Mm-hmm. What if you take the wings and just book it to the angel, get him, you know, all winged up. I I would say Gary would need to roll a survival roll to see also, if he remembers the way back. Also, what if Gary's brain Demons. Karas, get in the bag. Gary carries the bag of holding. (laughs) We've established this works. That's true. We do have uh, a precedent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just throwing things out because we have a timer, apparently. Yeah. It's been five minutes already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you you, you guys have five minutes worth of, like, Decent jogging away. Um, you do notice that the flames and the smoke have started to subside, but they're still working. I mean, they're obviously working very hard. I mean, they've got to put the fire and the supplies out before they come after you guys. So it does give you a pretty decent kind of head start. So you, you guys have got a few more minutes before the orcs really, really get their stuff together. But, I mean, you've got a, you've got a really good start. I mean, you're... I mean, a 10-minute, 15-minute head start from them is, is going to be pretty decent. 
But uh, Karaz okay. looks at the. He looks at you, Aiden, as you do as you give him the details of the bag plan, and he's like, "Oh, all right, I can do that." This isn't the first time we've done the bag plan. Yeah. So, so you, uh, you just try not to try not to think about what's inside the bag. <laughs> so you you bindle up with um, Karaz, Gary, and you are off into the wind. You're actually running much faster because everyone else has essentially slowed down to the slave's pace, which is a little bit slower than, say, a puppy dog. Um, I mean, their the usual maximum running speed. Uh, but it's... Be- before they go, can I ask a question of Karas? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, is there a river that's nearby that we can get to? There's no river. There's maybe like a creek. Okay. Can you like just the, can you tell me what what direction that's in? Like, yeah. He he points vaguely, and then says, "The problem is you'd need to find your way back to the path after that, and unless you know your way around, it's easy to get turned about in these places." Okay. All right. And well, then I've got to find Never you. Mind. So sure. He, he says that makes, you, could, that makes sense. you could try. You could try. I'm just trying to think of ways to lose our trail, but if you guys could, you guys have more important things to do, and we'll just keep running towards the angel, I guess. Okay. So you guys head off, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to say each of you has to give me a constitution roll. Okay. Uh, add your constitution stuff to it. I got 13. 13. Tyler, yours is, uh, I think, like 16. Yeah, 16. Okay. So, Amethysia, you and Val, you are starting to tire. In Val's case, I mean, well, in Amethysia's case, I mean, physical exertion like this isn't really a... It's not something you're as, you're quite as good at as the other guys. And Val, you're running in chainmail, so I mean you, you're you're pretty well weighed down. What you guys do notice is that some of the slaves at the back are starting to stagger. They are starting to <coughs> for a bit, and, and you can see that they are slowing slightly. Whereas the essentially like the the front half, they are keeping up with Aiden quite easily. <clears throat> Hey, where's Bob? Is Bob here? Or what? Yeah, Bo- Bob's in the front half of the group. He's he's fine. All right. I don't know how I know that, but okay. <laughs> okay, but but Aiden knows, and you know he's got that. You and him have got that special connection from your time with the bag. <laughs> yes. The only thing that I can really contribute is either uh, fog cloud to try and mask where mask where we are. Or uh, pass without trace, but everybody has to be within thirty feet of me, or whatever point that we choose. Uh, that feels difficult. You hmm. actually let me. Is it within thirty feet? As a it circle? says, each creature yeah, you choose within thirty feet of me, including me, has a plus ten bonus. Okay. I can't be tracked except by magical means. If you guys all bunched up really close together, I imagine you could probably fit that in because there's about two dozen of them. And so, I mean, if they're all kind of like 
jogging side by side, you could probably like get them into this tiny little square. So I, 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 former, I'll, I'll let that. Yeah, that's all right. Former former slaves to me. <laughs> former cube. <laughs> Well, I'm really right. glad that that's going to work because otherwise I was going to get behind everybody and just thunder wave them forward. So... <laughs> I thunder wave your solution to everything. Because it is my most powerful and efficient spell. I... Okay. Each well, hold on to that one a, just in uh, case. Each of you give me a stealth roll. Okay. Oh, goody. And I want to let you know the, uh, the slaves rolled very, very well. Cool. So... Oh, you rolled a twenty-four. No, no, I rolled a four and a twenty, and because I have disadvantage on stealth checks, uh, I will be taking the four. Right. Okay. I mean, I have a plus nine okay, to my so stealth, well. so even my three is a twelve. Lovely. So that's twenty-two for you, twenty probably closer to thirty 20s. for Tyler, and yeah, the slaves rolled a twenty-six. So you guys are able to essentially. It's not perfect in this case because there's a there's a lot of you and you're going to be leaving some kind of physical imprint on the ground, but it is ex- it would be considered extraordinarily difficult. Um, each of you, give me one more Constitution roll. Mm-hmm. Well, I just can't roll anything but a three on a D twenty apparently. So I got a one. Oh no. You were too busy helping the slaves. You didn't help yourself. Yeah, 14. Okay. So, Val, you're, you're in your stride now, essentially. The rest of you, however, you can see the slaves. They are stumbling. And Tyler, you as well, you are just feeling... You are feeling exhausted. And you actually just collapse to the ground and you just... Ugh, 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 ugh. And your spell drops, as you can no longer concentrate on anything. Um, however, you guys are now... You, you've actually run pretty, pretty well, I'd say. And so you are pretty well where the angel should be. Gary, I'm going to do your stuff now because you're well ahead. Gary, you were able to book it. You were... I mean, you weren't popping cheat points, but without anything to hold you back... You were sprinting like only a monk can, which is actually pretty considerable. Um, and so you, like, Karaz is, like, in your little bindle, like, just kind of, like, pointing, like, this way, that way. All right, off those rocks. And he is actually even helping you find a better path as you go as well. So, I mean, it's, it is an amazing run through the mountains, and it only takes you, say, a few hours this time to reach Adriel. He's sitting there in his um, what we're going to call the, uh, the the old hermit guys. Huh. Hey, bro. Hello there. So uh, I I take Cross out of the, I help Cross out of the bag. <laughs> hey, Adrian is looking at you like, what exactly in God's name was happening there? And Cross a- gives him a look like, don't just 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 don't ask. It's, it's a real long story. I'm afraid I've probably got a jet in a minute. But, uh, you know, I search through the bag like, oh, where is it? Where is it? Ha <laughs> Okay. Excellent. His eyes light up and his wings are now glowing with this beautiful, heavenly, radiant aura. He takes Do them off you. Help put... 
yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. If you, if you can hold them, that'd be that'd be great. So I was gonna say, do you need help with? Do you need a hand with these? Yeah, he, he how will. How do we do this? He will. Like he just he just gets you to hold them up, like at, at roughly where they should go on. And oh, okay. He assumes his angelic form, and you again see the demon gibbering and and laughing, and he looks tired, like he looks really really tired. But as he leans back, you can see the wings slowly start to meld with him and he glows and as the glow intensifies you can see the wings becoming more and more a part of him and they're starting to respond more it's starting to like he gives them a few experimental flaps and then he says now i'm ready to kill my brain worms i hope hello is that what's happening now We'll take some time, and we'll leave you weak. First, I believe we have your friends to help. Ah, we don't need to worry about them. They're fine. <laughs> Karaz says, no, they're no. They're really no. They're no okay. <laughs> oh, they're always fine. They never die. They never normally die. <laughs> we only die abnormally. So very good. So... Karaz turns to lead you guys back, and he, and he jumps back in the bindle. He's like, all right! It's, it's kind of like having a child in, like, a sack. <laughs> a, a, a very like, large bearded child holding a sack like <laughs> It's sort of like one of those, like, you know those uh, baby-carrying harnesses? Exactly. You know, attached to your torso? Yeah, yeah instead of a, a, yeah. a baby wearer, it's a dwarf wearer. <laughs> I believe it's called a papoose. Or a baby Bjorn oh. or something. Oh. I mean, the other thing is, he's he's never traveled that fast. So for him, this is almost like a ride. Like, he just loved the feeling of the wind in his hair, and he's got the top down. All he needs is, like, a bard running alongside, playing a, playing a cool song for him, and it'd be great. Um, so you guys can now hear the... Okay, cutting back to the other group... And Josh should be a little more clear with these kind of things. You guys can now hear the orcs. They are getting closer. Now, this spell did delay them quite considerably. However, given how fast you guys cannot travel, um, they are slowly catching up. Okay. Okay. Jesse, are you still with us? Yeah, I am. Okay, cool, cool. Just, I saw the note about the video being frozen, so I thought, you know, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure. <laughs> um, Alright, so what's the current state of our, of the former slaves? The current state of them is they are exhausted, and they are essentially shambling forwards now. Okay, so we need to figure out a way to either hide them, or move them more quickly. Uh... Aiden, got any ideas? Val, anybody? Um, no. I mean, I yeah, pass without trace was kind of my last ditch thing. Other than us, uh, other than us standing our ground and fighting, however many of them, while they keep running behind us. I mean, how that's, many that's all aren't got. even going to be able to come after us that aren't you know pooping themselves? <laughs> 
I mean, I would assume the boss that you know the one we're not supposed to oh, fight yeah. without help yeah, yeah, yeah. is we probably going to lead him. the. Well, I don't know, when, you, when you guys saw him, he did not look too bad. True. He actually looked like he was pretty healthy. Like th there was no real poison that could hurt him at all. Um, sorry, Josh is just making some notes. However, as you guys do essentially round a corner. You see Gary running towards you guys, like guys, 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 and descending from on high is Adriel, the angel. Wow, that was quick. Oh, I do not muck around. He really doesn't. Technically, he probably could have flown faster than both of you guys, but you know. We'll see. Um, it is at this point yeah, in time, could've... the first two orcs crest the hill. They take uh... one look at Adriel and stop. And, and he gives them can a I very shoot intimidating... Them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can, yeah. Okay. I want to shoot them. Okay. Roll me an attack roll. So uh, that's attacking one of them. Fourteen. Okay. Does not hit. Then I'll shoot the other one with a twenty-eight. That absolutely hits. Give me your damage. Ten. Very nice. So your first arrow goes wide, but your second finds a wonderful home in this in the lower part of this orc's gut. And their sudden pause and their inability to make a decision comes to a grinding halt. Coming up the hill now, you guys can see the original, essentially what you assume was the orc chieftain, the guy with the horns. And he is slowly, slowly stomping up the hill, looking at the angel. He simply points, bellows, and charges. And I will have each of you roll initiative. Hey guys, I kind of feel like this isn't our fight anymore. <laughs> or it's a really good thunder wave opportunity. <laughs> I still haven't got my brain worms fixed. Maybe okay. we can use that to our Sorry. advantage. If you really can't. I mean, if you go crazy, we'll just throw you into the mess of them. That was already plan A. That was already the same plan. <laughs> oh god. Oh, and, and that, that's some pretty good initiatives, actually. And I gotta roll another one for Angel Boy. Oh, he did good. He did very good. Okay, so guys, can I get your initiatives? 22. 21. You nice. <laughs> give, me a, give me a second. So, Gary. It's not a nice thing to call your younger brother, Josh. I know. Adriel. Aiden. Jesse, what did you get? Thir er, 12. Okay. Yeah, excellent. So that is going to be... And this is the only problem with having like multiple, multiple, multiple people in the same fight. Like doing this is actually like doing my head in. And then we got 
down, aim, and then we go up the orcs. Very good. So, Gary, it is your turn first. Now, you guys can see these two massive beasts that kind of look like orcs, but orcs with all the trimmings, essentially. Um, and you can see four other orcs with them. So, to answer your question, not many of the orcs were actually healthy enough to come on this run. That you can see now. So, Gary, what would so you like to do? So there's a chieftain, two big ones, and four weans. The, okay, there's two big ones and four little ones at the moment. Oh, I don't like the sound of that at the moment business. Yeah. All the, right. The biggest well, one is out in front, and he's pointing at the angel. All right. Well, I, I reckon those two can enjoy the pleasure of each other's company. Uh, charge the nearest little one. That's a good idea. Do you want to attack the one that? Um, Aiden hit with an arrow? Sure, why not? It's a good idea. Aim for the arrow. Okay, give me an attack roll. Uh, 10 plus... I should really memorize what you my... You really should. <laughs> I, th ah. I think it's plus 7. It's plus 4 dex, plus 3 proficiency, plus 1 for plus 1 quarter star. Okay, so it's plus 8. Alright. So that is a hit. Alright. Aha, uh -huh, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, uh, 11. 11 damage. Very nice. So you're able to slam him right next to the arrow, and, and you can see that, you know, the, the arrow had torn a few things up and you've jiggered them loose. Your next quarterstaff strike, however, goes over his head, because you rolled a three, and yep. then you follow up with a kung fu move, I assume? Kick him in the junk. <laughs> uh, you successfully kick him in the junk. <laughs> Classy. Do my own arm strikes do 1d6 or 1d4? For some reason, my brain wants to say 1d6. It's 1d6. Okay, sweet. Uh, 10 points of damage to the junk. Wonderful. <laughs> you kick him hard enough in the junk that you see small lumps form in his lower abs, and he oh. just clutches himself there and collapses. I'm not even a dude, and that hurt. <laughs> yeah, the, the other orcs, even the big horned one, are like... And also, because I've just charged in uh, on my lonesome, I'm going to pop my final chi point, because i only got one left, because I keep using shadow abilities, mm -hmm. uh, for patient defense. That is a good idea. Okay. The rest of you watch as Adriel hurls himself at the orc that pointed at him, and he is holding his mace, and he goes straight in to give this orc a, a, a good old-fashioned duffing over. And uh, I'm going to roll this in front of you guys so you can actually see how amazing he is. Whoa! Wow. Oh, son wow. of a bitch! Well, I gave him one nice four. <laughs> it's not a nice thing to say about angels, Josh. Okay, so he rolls a 19 and a 20. Aren't you glad this guy's on your side? Uh, yep. Yeah, because, um... Just wait till you see the kind of damage that he does. He's just showing off. He, He's just showing he off. Stop being such a diva. Does he strike <laughs> an advantage, or is that just two attacks? Uh, he that was his two attacks. Oh, okay. So the first strike he does, 
Okay, it, it's essentially 1d6 ordinary damage and 3d6 radiant. You see this mace just crash directly into the into this large orc's face, just smushing it over to the side. His next one, my god, this is gonna this is gonna hoit. Whoa! Ah. <laughs> okay, so where was I? That's where it was. Okay, very if good. he's killed the chieftain in one round, this is going to be really sucky. He has not killed the chieftain in one round. He has, however, done this chieftain, the, a Tanaruk, an amazing amount of damage. And this thing is like, you, you can see half of his face is kind of caved in, and one of his eyes has now just like, he, he's essentially destroyed that section of the skull. But this thing is still up, and it is still very alive, and... It is going to hit him back immediately because that is something a Tanaru can do. So what did I roll? Now I just need to get his stats in front of me. Wait, Tanaruks are just a special kind of orc that's like... They're a combination of orc and demon, yes. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, they're the demon-infused ones. Alright, cool. Yeah. So the orc immediately swings back and... He clobbers Adriel with his uh, longsword. Oh. Probably <laughs> good if I actually... I could do that. <laughs> Roll 26. You rolled the 26. Well done. And he... I mean, he hurts Adriel, but it's... Adriel doesn't even notice. I mean, this is essentially just a scratch. <laughs> yes, well done. Well done. We all realized that. Very good. I think we just leave off some parts and things will go much better. Okay. <laughs> we figured out how to beat Dicebot. Of all the enemies that we've encountered. 20s for everyone. <laughs> okay. Oh, why'd I do that? You guys watch now as the Tanaruk rolls his attacks against Adriel. And he's going to do something a little interesting. Okay. So his second attack, Adriel simply ducks under. Sorry, his first attack, Adriel simply ducks under. His second attack, though, he goes in for a grapple, and you can see him grab the necklace off of Adriel's neck and just rip it off of him. Adriel, at this point, like, almost drops his mace and tries to grab at the necklace. The Tanaruk smiles and says in abyssal, Kill. Aiden? Directly in front of you and Val, you guys see that demon suddenly explode into being, whirling chains above his head and preparing to attack. It is, however... That's not... It, it's not great. No, that's um, that's that's not, not good. Not good. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... As you watch him do that, he also bites Adriel and does him a little bit of damage, but he's not feeling. So wait, bad. he ripped off the necklace. Well, that is, and that is not okay. Out of what? Out of the a orb? demon popped out of nothing. If you guys oh. recall, Adriel, whenever he spawned as an angel, had that demon next to him. That demon was contained within that necklace, which the Tanaruk has now taken, and is using for his own means. Oh, now the okay. demon is going to what? go right after Aiden, because that is when I rolled his initiative. You couldn't just leave the demon necklace at home? No. Alright, two arrows. Adriel gives you a look like, no, I, I really couldn't. That thing's, that thing's dangerous. 
I bet the bag can contain it, though. You should have put it in the bag. First arrow is a 13. Nope. So your first arrow is... And 20... Very nice. So that is a hit on the second, but your first arrow is deflected by one of his whirling chains. Uh, 11 damage. Very nice. So you can see your your arrow does go into it, but it's it's like the arrow doesn't really stick in as far as it should have. Um, this chain demon is going to attack both yourself and Fluffy. he... Oh, sorry. Yes, Fluffy goes. Sorry. All right. I'm going to send Fluffy off to attack the orc that I missed on my first shot when they came coming over the hill. Uh... Okay. Give me an attack roll. 13. Does not do it. All right. And I know... Actually, she's got some... Actually, I think she's plus four. Okay, that's actually... Oh, plus... Oh, no, 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 no. She would hit, because she's plus five. Yeah, okay. I don't know why I didn't uh, set that up. damage on that. That's okay. And that orc is now going to make a, a roll to not fall over. Eleven. Okay, very nice. So Fluffy jumps in and just starts tearing at this orc's legs. But um, unfortunately, he is not knocked over. So this demon, however, he is coming directly for yourself and Val. So first one, Aiden. Second one, Val. Okay. 22 and 25. Do those hit you guys? Yes. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Very, very good. Client client chooses not to answer the question. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll the same damage for each of you because it, it saves me time. I think it's that. Is it that? Joshua, just make sure. There. It is two. Okay. Okay, so each of you take um, nine damage, and I need a strength roll from each of you. Sh- strength or athletic, ad- acrobatics or athletics? Sorry. Oh. Um, Seven plus. So you, you said acrobatics does count or no? Uh, not from you, Anathesia. You're okay. Oh, not me. Oh, okay. You're okay. Okay, so, Ten. Aiden, what, what did you roll? Uh, well, it's a roll to seven, but plus uh, acrobatics dex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes. be ten altogether. Very good. So, Aiden, as this chain lashes at you, it wraps itself around your arms, and you are now grappled. Okay. Okay. Val, on the other hand, this thing tries to bring you in, but you're able to just to go, no, no, too strong. You then flex. <laughs> sure. Okay, as you guys watch in horror, the second large orc then rounds on Adriel and attacks him thusly. Okay, what is his everything? Okay, it's plus five, and then he's got a longsword, which does awesome stuff. Oh, he's got two of those. Okay. So he lashes out at Adriel, doing a grand total of... 
16. Okay. And Val, it's now your turn. All right. Well, I uh, call the call this demon Alice and proceed to attack it. Very well done. I'm not sure everyone got the reference. That's all right. Does a 15 hit? It does not. Oh, yikes. Well, let's try that again. That's a good idea. Uh, 23 hit? The 23 does hit, yes. Alright. Let's use a menacing attack. Okay. So it has to make a wisdom save. Okay, and he's not particularly wise. Funny that. Demons, not wise. So Val... It is an odd thing, but this demon that is at least a foot and a half taller than you suddenly recoils in horror. Oh, goody. And you do some good damage, too. That's excellent. Yeah, and I think it'd be prudent to take action surge now and hit him again. Probably while would he's be. frightened. And, let's see, frightened. Uh, he has disadvantage on attacks against you, and he can't move towards you, unless he makes a wisdom save at the end of his turn. Am I right? Right. Right. A disadvantage on ability and attacks. Whilst it can right. see you and it can't willingly move towards you. Alright, well... Let's just do this thing. All action surge and... Ah, 15 again. Christ. Uh, and that's worse. Wow! Okay, so I'm spending a, it is, it I'm is spending cowering, a point of luck on... But it is able to... Look, whoop, 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 whoop. No, no, no. I'm spending a point of luck on that last roll. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> Blow an action surge and miss. 21, does that hit? That is definitely a hit. Yeah, I'll do another 15 points to him. Very nice. So I use... So you were able to cut him up pretty gosh darn well, and he's certainly not appreciating it. Um, Amy, it's your turn. Um. Okay, so... <clears throat> You are uh, not in hand-to-hand combat with anyone yet. That is good to know. Uh, how far away am I from everything? You are at least 15 feet away from Adriel, fighting the two large orcs. Okay. You are 25 feet away from Gary, fighting the four smaller orcs. Um, and you're probably only 10 feet away from where Val and uh, Aiden are fighting the large demon. Okay. So you're not I, tied down yet. I am going to attempt something that might not work, but it's something I haven't done in a while. So I'm going to use a third level spell slot oh. to cast Charm Person on the demon and the two large orcs. Because since I'm using a third level spot, I can do it on up to three people. But since we're fighting all of them, they have advantage. They have advantage. Okay. Um, so they have to make a wisdom saving throw. And if, they, if any of them fail... They be our, They regard us as a friendly acquaintance for the next hour. <laughs> okay. The wonderful thing is, only... Actually, I'm going to add one, because two of them have actually got plus one to their wisdom. So I'm going to roll this in front of you guys to see what happens. Okay. That sounds broke as hell. <sighs> what is your spell DC? 
that is a good question. My spell DC is... Is that what would be my save DC? No. Yeah. Where? It's 8 plus your spellcaster plus proficiency. <clears throat> so if it's 15... Uh, but, so... <laughs> it is, isn't it? I, I can I, do basic yeah. math. I mean, I think so. It's a save DC 15. That's that's the one. That is awesome. You watch as the Tanaruk and the demon just kind of shake their heads like, what am I doing here? I think I'm friends with this but, guy, but I'm also really <laughs> shit scared of him too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm confused. I'm going to need a little help with this one, Jess. <laughs> so she was casting it on... The Tanaruk and the two large orcs, is that correct? Uh, the Tanaruk, the Blade of Inaval, and, um, yeah. Alright, so, so now... Actually, I'll just make sure the demon can be charmed. She said she was targeting... No, 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 it can be charmed, yeah. And I'll just check on the Tanaruk. Oh, didn't, didn't she say she was targeting the, the, the big guy and the two orcs next to it? The That's what big I guy and the two large orcs. Like, the two bigger yeah. orcs. Yeah. Okay, so I, I assumed by that it was... Oh, okay. No, the demon When she said guy, big... The... Yeah, the big guy, I assumed was well, demon. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, we have... Okay, there's a demon orc chieftain Tanaruk thing, and there's also a chain demon attacking us, so... The demon that was attacking you guys, that is the one that okay. I, was, okay. I was intending. The good news is, the Tanaruk and the demon are both charmed. Oh, okay. Oh. So, Jesse, I might need your help with this. Um, <laughs> I ruined everything. I'm sorry. No, 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 this, no, no. Is this is beautiful. Um, they can't attack. It, they, they, and they believe that we are friendly acquaintances. They, they believe that absolutely. And the Tanaruk holds up a hand, and everyone just stops fighting. Gary, yeah. offer them some tea. Yeah, that's uh, how I usually charm people. This is way more efficient. How long does charm last? An hour? Uh, one, an hour. One hour. And then when the spell ends, they they know that they were charmed, but obviously I don't really care about that in this situation. So. Okay. Um, we, we need to explain to them that this was a big misunderstanding. And they should go back to their camp because they have wounded there to tend to. That that would be my suggestion. Yeah. yeah. You you all sit down and you have a bit of a conference. Gary is uh, you know he's hurriedly making tea and serving it out. Um, I've got to take a short rest. I got to get some tea points back. <laughs> Adriel has some like some basic rations, and everyone sits down and um, look. It's an amazing thirty minutes of very in depth conversation. Um, at the end of which, the the orcs and you know the Tanaruk and the uh, and Adriel they shake hands and peace is between all these parties and that was insane. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry if anybody guys... was getting excited about the rest of that fight. <laughs> I mean, I'm... that's the best thing ever. <laughs> I well, have guys are so pipe and have a happy and so mad. You guys ever hear the Christmas? Like a really long time. You haven't, and I. Uh, Can that be nah. the first spell you use every time? I mean, yeah. well, the thing is, when we're 
for Fuck fighting Thunder people, Wave. they, this they is do way roll better. with advantage, so it's unlikely for me to be able to be that successful with it, which is yeah. why I typically don't. Um, and usually yeah. I can only cast it on one person unless I use a higher spell slot, so I figured, go for it, and Very it worked. <laughs> so, Gary, Adriel reaches forward and places his hands on your head. You guys see his wings burn brightly with just this beautiful heavenly light. And Gary, you feel like you. There are no more whispers. Yes. There is no more demonic presence in your mind. You are healed. The angel then takes the necklace from the orc. That was part of their arrangement. And you can watch him just crush it in his hands. And you as he have does, done that ten, 10 minutes ago? He could not have, because his wings contain the majority of his angelic essence. Right. As he weird. does, you see the demon writhe, and it just poof, explodes in a puff of sulfur and flame. And the angel throws the necklace behind him and simply says, Good riddance. Things will be quieter here. I'm yeah, old. until the charm spell wears off. <laughs> I'll Maybe we write him a note and stick it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, just like the good place. Um, <laughs> just stick it in Janet's mouth. There you go. Yeah. Um, I gotta say thank you. I've said thank you to Kevin so much of, over that show. It's really good. Um, guys, that was probably the most amazing way you could have finished that. Um, we used our words, not our swords. I know. You, I'm. I was legitimately like, shit. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Um, and everyone else, um, please feel it's free to treason. join us next week when we will be going to a party. It's the Christmas truce of 1916, everybody. Yeah. I know you guys are all singing around, singing, singing, you know, your appropriate racial songs that have got nothing to do with murder. In the Orcs case, that's actually really hard because it's kind of what they live for, but they, they, they found a, a way around it. Um, and Adriel simply takes off into the sky and you recognize that he is flying the direction the Orcs were going and chances are it's not going to end well for them. And the slaves are probably watching all this like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so is the dungeon master. Um, um, yeah, uh, everyone, thank you very much for this amazing, amazing moment in my dungeon mastering life. Um, that was awesome. And thank you also, Braggerman, the man who designed Adriel the Fallen. I don't know if you'd ever seen it end like this, but um, <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm not sure if you're allowed to cast Charm being ever again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm going to stop my recording now. (laughs) Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network. It was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblocks. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at nerdypeoplednd. Thanks, and take care of yourselves. Cheers.